0: The first step to solving a problem is knowing that you have a problem and identifying that problem in the process. So technically that's two steps, but to get to any resolution, you must first have the idea that a problem exists. And that you must do something to fix it. Otherwise, it's not so much a problem. It might just be a minor inconvenience that won't be an issue once you go do something else. You move to a different location. You have different people come in. Time changes. It's only an incident in the moment. And then it goes away. And it's not your problem to deal with or a problem at all, period. But if it's consistent, it always happens when you are near the situation and it gets in the way of you getting things done then it is a problem, It might just be your problem, but it is something that must be fixed. So, what happens next? That gets interesting. Because sometimes, all you can do is acknowledge that you have a problem, and acknowledge that you have no idea what to do next. Sounds difficult? That's because it really is. You are listening to a personal development podcast. I am a personal development professional. I teach people how to do better in their personal and professional lives with essentially checklists on making sure that you're doing the right things in the right order and not the wrong things in the orders where they should be. So my job is usually pretty simple. The execution comes down to learning where things should go, should not go, and actually executing as you should. But often, once you get the quick diagnosis... You don't know where to go forward. And it's not like this is a complicated type of illness where you have something like we have cancer and then you have to go through all the different ways that you can actually deal with the cancer because there's usually different ways and different functions and different orders to do things, even if the treatments are similar or simple. It's a very difficult diagnosis because a lot of times the actual progress through it does not help many people can't get to the other end many people can't survive where they're at in the diagnosis because of exactly what's going on so there are times when there are very difficult things like that such as a diagnosis in those areas and there's times where you just figured out there's something functionally wrong with your process and something's not getting done properly and you don't know exactly what the next step is And it seems frustrating, and it seems like a heartache you shouldn't have, and those things are true. But it's also true that you don't know every single thing, and you don't know how everything will play out once you start moving and rattling things around in your processes, in your procedures. So this week's lesson is a hard one for most people to swallow, including myself, because it comes down to being control freaks. A lot of us in personal development, either trying to work through it themselves or trying to teach people to work through it themselves or a combination of the two are control freaks. The ability to believe that you can do something better or be better or improve on something is part of that curse of being a control freak and wanting to control all the elements. So being control freaks means believing you have total control over most situations And when you don't have control over a next step, especially if it's right after the first step, it becomes frustrating and in some cases painful to get through. So your first step in this case, after figuring out that you have a problem, and then after figuring out you don't know what step number two is, is to deal with it. Let it go. Just shake it off. You don't know what the next step is. So don't feel bad about not knowing what the next step is. Most of the situations that you'll be in these cases will be non-life-threatening. So it'll be a case where you'll find out that some process you've been doing at work for a while, there's a gap because someone left, and all of a sudden their work, their piece of the puzzle isn't being done, and no one effectively took time to organize what exactly it was. There's no continuity, so you have to figure out what holes are not being plugged at the moment. And that takes a little time and you just have to deal with it and the boss will be angry at you, maybe angry at themselves, but the boss will have to be angry because while the boss is yelling and screaming at you to fix the thing, you can't really stop and fix it while you're in his office being screamed at. So number one is, you know, you just kind of accept the fact that something's not right and you have to deal with it. Number two is also very simple. You just get to research. Either track down the pieces, you find them lined up however they are, or hit the books. Look at the whole process. Go through the entire overarching thing. It's going to take a little time. It's going to take a little effort. It's going to take a little work. And it's going to take some knowledge to know what it is that's missing and how it connects to the things that are being done and why the disconnect at the moment is causing issues and maybe why the disconnect at the moment is causing specific issues. So you don't have to be a genius. You don't have to know everything. You just need to know where exactly it is to go to try to find what's going on. And in it, cases where you don't really know what's happening, you just start somewhere and just keep going until something connects. Start somewhere that seemed to make sense. Go down the pipeline of your actual process until you see the problem and see where the problem is supposed to resolve itself. See what's actually supposed to happen on the other end and then go to that end and try to connect the dots there. If you do have some sort of documentation, some sort of manual, some sort of continuity, go back to the continuity. Maybe something along the lines happened where either somebody didn't update a process, or maybe people just sort of stopped reading the continuity and just started doing their own thing and realizing that things weren't being handled or being documented properly so that people knew what to do, and these problems would not occur. And the obvious finale of this is to get to work to fix it. Well, no, it's not. That's the next step in the process. Get to work to fix whatever the problem is and take your time to make sure that everything that you're doing to set things right does actually set things right and doesn't cause other messes and other problems in the process. You may find that part of the problem that you have is that some resource that was right there in front of you for this usual project you're doing, got turned to something else before whatever reason, maybe it was an emergency, maybe no one seemed to be doing anything important at the moment. So they put them at doing something else and you go back and snatch a resource back to where it was. And now you have another problem someplace else because that person, that resource was plugging another problem and now they are not plugging that problem anymore. Maybe you have to figure out a way to split the resources. Maybe you need to find out which resource is more important so to get more of the time to share back and forth. Problem solve. Solve the problem. That is the fourth step in this process. And the fifth step, which is not so obvious, but the actual finale, which makes it easy to come back to full circle in case it happens again, is continuity. My be-all, do-all fix to everything is continuity. Write it down. Once the process has been fixed to your liking, or at least to liking that it's working well enough, put it down, log it, catalog it, put some sort of continuity down so that someone can re-interact with it later on. And as things change, because it's continuity, you update your continuity, period. Keep the logs taken care of so that you don't have any issues with missing information in pieces. First off, you have a problem. But you have a problem that you don't know what the next step to the problem is. The hard part of this lesson is just sucking up and realizing that you may not know what the next step to the problem is, even as other people are yelling at you to fix the problem. You don't have to know everything. Determine you have a problem, realize that you may not know the answer for whatever reason, then go work to find what the answer should be. Work backwards, work forwards, work in the middle. Start working for the natural and the things that make sense to connect the two pieces of the where you are to where you need to be. And then you go to work and you fix it, although you make sure you fix it so you don't cause any other problems in the process. What you'll find is in finding your fix, your problem is you don't really think about other people's problems and you take away their pieces, their toys that make things work. And the real fix to this whole thing, once it's all fixed, is to properly log what needs to be done in the process and how to fix it so that you have the proper continuity. So yes, this just turns out to be another one of my lessons on continuity because if you have your continuity, you'll realize there'll be very few problems. You won't know the second step to work towards fixing because it'll already be written down. Thank you for joining me for this week's podcast. Sorry for the bit of a swerve in the actual lesson. Yes, it is a lesson about being calm, cool, and collected when you realize you don't have the answer to the problem, and the problem is literally right there in front of you. But it turns out that the real answer, which you can't get into until you fix the problem, is to ensure that problem doesn't come up again with continuity. Writing things down, even if you don't think you can keep them in a sort of um, organized manner, just writing things down in some way of a scattered just mess can usually help you out in the long run when things go wrong. If you know where to go in general looking for that pile of information that you had on this thing when things go wrong, you'll have a starting point to wherever the fix is. And sometimes if you do a good job of actually conducting your continuity so it's continuous, how you like that, It'll actually give you exactly what you need to do, a step-by-step roadmap to fixing whatever problem is, and you'll have less problems in the process. Now, one problem that had to solve with this podcast was solved with another podcast, for example. This is called the 10-Minute Life Lesson Podcast. It's had different names. Basically, it was born as a 10-Minute Life coach, and it was a 10-minute coaching lesson. But the podcast wasn't exactly 10 minutes, and that's a long story in itself. But the lesson was less than 10 minutes. Some people thought that was a bit much and needed something a little quicker to put into their pod catchers and their, their their iPods at the time. So we came up with Steps to a Better You. This created a 90-second podcast along the same general venue, the same theme of, of it. So you have a quick lesson take on, and it's quicker. There you go. So Steps to a Better You, the podcast, and the 10-Minute Life Lesson podcast, both found at the home yourbetteryou.info. And if you go there, you can also find information on coaching that I do with you and for you, if you will. Accountability coaching is more or less a for you where I basically take tick things off make sure you get things done. Coaching and counseling as a with you thing where we talk things out and see how things are going. And a together with us idea is one of our coaching counterparts where we have group coaching where we join up together as a group of folks and we coach each other through periods of time. Info that is also found at yourbetteryou.info. Email us specifically on the podcasts at yourbetteryouinfo at gmail.com and check out jacobinpain.net if you want more information about what I have going on in my other things. Meantime, subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on episodes and share this podcast with as many people like-minded as you who are looking to improve themselves and improve their personal and professional development. We join in and get a greater group into the pile, if you will. And, of course, once all that is done, you have subscribed and shared. We're pretty much anywhere your podcasts are found. But, of course, go to our website and see direct links. Be here next week for another episode of the 10-minute life lesson podcast from yourbetteryou.info.